Amen. We're thankful for everyone's here today. Let's feel the Spirit moving in here this morning. We have Megan one second here for her. her grandmother's here with her today. And she lost her husband a while back. And Joe, her husband, worked together for a long time. I don't know if you notice in the sanctuary in the church, the cross there, he's the one built that. Put it up. I don't know if my boss knows it, but we made it out of solid walnut. <laughs> but it is what it is. And Jeanette told me she hadn't got to come to church in a pretty good while. It's been six weeks since she's been to church. You know, we come to church every Sunday, seems like we take it for granted sometimes. But you know, when your health gets bad sometimes, you got no choice, you know, you have to stay home. And Megan wants us to pray for Jeanette today. And I think right now would be the best time to do it. So I'd like for you, Brother Hans, you come with me. Some of your prayer warriors want to come up here with me. We'll gather around her and pray with her. Pray for her health. Pray for understanding. We know God's able, amen. Amen. As you're there and as we pray together, I'll pray out loud for it, but just pray in your own way today for health, whatever it stands in need of today, man. Father, today we just come before you. Thank you again for this time you've given us to be here today, Father. We just thank you for your spirit that we feel here this morning, Father, in a big way today, Father. And Father, now I pray to Father today for Sister Jeanette today, Father, as as she is facing health problems, whatever it may be, you know what the old Lord today, Father. We just uplift her today, Father, and her family today, Father. You just let the Holy Spirit just enter into her today, Father. Let the healing spirit, Father, just reach down and touch this body in this mighty special way today, Father. We just pray today, Father, that your will will be done today, Father. We'll give you praise and glory. And Father, for even all the prayer requests that have been made here today in this church today, we uplift each and every one of them today, Father. And right now, now we're going to put our faith in you today, Father. We're stepping out faith, believing you heard his prayers today, Father. And we believe that you're going to answer them today, Father. And we just give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said, amen and praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Y'all enjoyed the praise and worship this morning. Amen. They do a good job. Amen. Give them, give them a crown. Amen. Save one more time. We're glad to have the other side with us today. I got to go down a couple of months or maybe I'll have a month or two ago and preach with them or have service with them, preach for them. I enjoyed it very much and they make me feel welcome there when I come and I appreciate the freedom that they give me when I do go there. Very much so. 
Amen. I do desire your prayers today as we try to minister to you for just a little while this morning. And um, if you got your Bibles and want to read with me, I'm going to go a couple of places I'm going to go to, but I'm going to read this, this, this to start with this one right here. Amen. We face a lot of troubles in the world today. Everybody believe that? But we do have an answer, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. St. John, the 10th chapter, starting the first verse, says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door into the shepherd's fold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and robber. He say amen to that. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that cometh, enter it not by the door into the shepherd's fold, but climbeth in another way, other way, the same as a thief and robber. Let's bow our heads today. Father, today we just thank you again for this time you've given us today to be in your house. We pray now, Father, we open up your word today, Father, that you let the Holy Spirit guide, direct our minds and hearts today, Father. Prepare our hearts for this message today, Father. And I pray, Father, that these words will not be mine, but they'll be yours, Father, speaking through this vessel today. For Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. I had to walk around. I had to walk a long way to walk around this morning, but... Get started this morning. How many believe we got a border problem? Nobody? And I'm not talking Mexico and the United States. And that's a whole different issue, so don't get mad at me. I'm not doing politics this morning, okay? Yeah, man. I mean, I got my own belief on that. We do have a problem, but. We have a border problem today. Our border problem today is in the world today, you know, and we look at the things today in the world today, and I believe if you look it up, they say there's more people in church today than they've ever been. More people's joined church today than they've ever have. More attendance today than we ever have. But we've got a lot more problems than we ever face in the world today than we've ever have. You wonder why. It's because we got a border problem. The border problem today, you know, you think about it just for different, I can make this issue to, or illustration today, the cross. You put it up there, and the Bible tells no man can go to the Father except through who? Through Jesus Christ. And that is the border today, is the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross where Christ paid the debt for your sins, they paid it for mine. And if you look at the cross for just a moment, you can imagine a door right there by the cross. If you go through, you know, and the Bible says, anybody come to him, you know, John, uh, John 3, 16 tells us, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the key word in that is whosoever. He didn't leave you out. He didn't leave you out. He didn't leave nobody out. He said, for anybody that will come, he would be there. He will be there. So you got to go, and I think everyone here in the same voice will agree today, you got to go through 
the cross to get to Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says he's the door and he's the way. Let me read another scripture to you real quickly here when I get started here. In Revelation, it talks in the fourth chapter, in the 20th verse, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and open up the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. He said, if any man, he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. You wonder why today that God, you know, if it was up to us sometime, if it was up to us, we would probably let the world know who's in charge. It's not Washington. It's not the Congress. It's not the Senate, but it's God. And if we had the, you know, if we had the authority today and said, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes, you know, I think, you know, I wish God would just show out a little bit and let them know. That's just my opinion for just a little bit, but that's not God. He wants us to come to him because we realize what he's done for us. And we realize today that he does love us no matter what we've done. But he said, if I just stand at the door and knock, just knock, not going to kick it down. Not just going to bust it open, but he said, if you open it up and just give me a little bit of, just have faith to open that door up. He said, I will come in, but you got to open it up. You got to turn the knob and open it up. He said, then I will come in and I'll be with you. And I'm putting this in this my thinking. He said, I'll come in and we'll sit down. And we'll talk about the situation you're in. If you have a problem with this or a problem with that, we'll, we'll discuss it. Amen. And I can show you, and this is Christ talking to you, he said, I can show to you how I can take care of that is because of this cross that we just went through. So, he said, if any man will come do this, he said, I will come in, it's up to me. But here's a problem. Sometimes, if you can just illustrate, if I can just illustrate for just a moment, the cross and a door about the end of the cross there. You got to get at that cross. You got to open that door. And he said, you open the door, but he'll come in. But you know, today we don't, Christ don't follow us. We follow him. And what the problem is today, when we got a border problem today, is that I'm going to follow Christ. We go through the door and we forget do one thing we forget to shut the door y'all didn't get that because you know sometimes during the week we won't go back to the place that we've been then on Sunday we won't go back through the door and we won't get on the other side that's the border problem that we have he said if any man don't come through this door he's like a thief if you don't buy by the rules of this right here. Come on. We got churches today that wants to leave the door open because they want to do this, you know, and they want to live, you know, they want to praise God on Sunday and this and that, but they want to do everything else during the, during the week and be like the world. Let me tell you something, people from the other side. I've been blessed. I never faced problems like some of y'all's faced. But I'm telling you one thing you got to do. 
When you follow out and you get through the other side and you get through the program, you got to make sure that door is shut. You got to make sure that door is shut. That you cannot go back, you know, because Christ said if you'll follow him, he's not following you, you're following him. Make it insist anybody. But we say we want Christ to follow us. You know, the border problem. Anybody understand what I'm trying to say for just a moment? We left the door, we left it open. Hey Amen. Kind of like the border problem we're facing in the East today. Some people say, well, it's no big deal. We've got a little bit of border problem. Well, let, me, let, me, let me, I mean, type politicking this morning. Okay, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't leave on me. If you don't think you got a border, we got a border problem today. You go to home. Your home has got a door on it. Hey, Amen. If you don't think we got a you, you don't think you don't need a border, take the door off your house. Anybody make any sense to you? Just take the door down and say, you know, just everything, just be all right. But you're not going to do that. Because when you put a door up, there's, there's, there's rules and regulations to follow. And that's just right here. See, we forgot today. Oh, the last so many years we've been preaching. And we've been preaching that, you know, everybody's happy, everybody's loving, everything's going to be all right. And we forgot to preach about a hell that is real today. We forgot about the preaching that there's Satan out there that's trying to destroy everyone that he can come in contact with today. We today in a world today, even in a church world today, we got bad problems in our church world today. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I believe this, I believe that. We forgot about saying, you know, what, what you're believing in is not in the Bible. We left the door open and we're just going back and forth. No big deal. Amen. I'm not for I'm not against anyone coming in the United States if they want to come through the door. Amen. And sit up and say, I want to do this. I want to, I'm going to buy by the rules. I want to buy by the regulations. I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to do it the right way. And while I'm preaching today, I want the church to start doing it the right way. It's to follow Jesus Christ today and say, listen, we left the door open on the cross and we, we're going back and forth. We're doing things we shouldn't be doing and we're going back and trying to proclaim Jesus Christ and that ain't working because the Bible says that he will not dwell in an unclean temple. And we forgot preachers today won't preach about say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. They're afraid to tell them that today. And let me tell you something, church, if you're not going by the Bible today, if you're not believing this right here, you're going against what God said. You're going against Calvary, everything God stood for if you don't buy this right here. Amen. Amen. Come on in. We're just getting started. Amen. So anybody really understand what I'm trying to say for just a moment? Anybody believe we got a border problem? We left the door open. Well, I believe this and I believe that. And I'm going to take it a step further. And some of you are probably going to hate me. That's all right. The Bible says you ought to obey God rather than men. Anybody ever heard that? Amen. 
You know, my wife told me the other day, she said, you know, you're going to stand, you're going to stand, you'll be a higher accountable stand before God than we are, some other people are. You don't think that will knock you down and make you think about something? You got a higher account of standard to be stand up to stand by because you're a minister. So if you're going to get mad at me, you might as well get mad at God because I'm going to tell you what God says. Amen. I'm going to tell you what God says. Amen. The door, he said, I'll stand there and I'll knock on it, but you got to open it up. And when you open it up, I'll come in and I'll talk with you and I'll do this and that. We got to step out on faith when he said, you know, if you'll follow me, if you'll follow me, everything's going to be all right. Let me tell you something, saints, today, children of God, today, I know by fact today that if you'll follow him, it's not going to be easy sometimes. I know today that the church is preaching everything. When you follow him, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be hunkered-dory. But as Paul, as as Paul and Silas, if everything was hunkered-dory for them, it wasn't too good at times. But they stood on the cross and said, everything's going to be all right. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood up and said, you know, we're not going to serve your God. We're going to serve the God Almighty. And that's the one that's sitting on the throne today. That's who we're going to serve. Why? Because I know he is able. That's our problem today. We don't know God's able. Why? Because we're playing church instead of having church. Amen. We're planning instead of having it. We're just getting together and going through the motions, you know, and doing this or that. We don't spend time getting ready for church on during the week like we should be getting ready for. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? We don't spend time, you know, and say, hey, this is a matter of life and death. This is a matter of life and death. Somebody may be at church next Sunday. Somebody may be here today. And if we hadn't been time on our knees and praying, you know, it may be, you know, the God that's going to use you for them to see what Jesus Christ can do. Amen. So let me tell you, we got too many people coming through the door. I mean, this may not sound just right, but hang with me just a minute. We got too many people coming through the door and forgetting to shut it. If you're forgetting to shut it, we got too many people walking back through the door. Anybody, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. They're going. And said, hey, but Chad wrecked me, Chad Ben goes, hey, listen, this is my version. I know it wasn't, and I know Christ hadn't come when this and Daniel when this was written, written, but this just got my version. They could have said this. Hey, listen, we believe in the God that we serve. When we decided to follow him, we shut the door and we took it a step further. We locked it. <laughs> We locked it because what's on that side is no good. And what's on this side is some of the best stuff that's ever been. Let me talk about, let me tell you about a little few good things, okay? That'd be all right. Amen. Maybe I get your attention now. Let me talk about the good things. That's what we come to church for to hear good things, amen. 
But there's some bad stuff going on. But let me get out of that for just a moment. There's some good stuff going on. Jesus Christ said, if you, in, in, in John 14, you hear me quote this quite all. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. This is written in red. He said, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I'd told you. And if I go away and prepare you a place... <laughs> I may come back and get you. He said, no. He said, I'll come back and receive you into myself that where I am, you may be also. Where's he at? The Bible says he's on the right hand of the Father. Where's the Father at? He's the head of heaven. Amen. Ever heard about heaven? It talks about streets of gold. It talks about walls of jasper. It talks about the where there's no night there. Brother Dwayne, it talks about a place where will feel no more pain, no more sorrow, nor death, nor cry. You know, these people today, we won't face another problem anymore. We won't have another drug problem. We won't have an alcohol problem. We won't have a church problem. Why? Because we'll be with the kings and Lord of lords and the glory today, the glory of prayer is going to shine forever and forever. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? Where you want to go? Let's get ready. Let's shut the door and say, listen, this Satan is running crazy today. Let's put the foot on him today. The Bible says, you know, we can put our foot on top of him and say, Satan, the Bible says, then the demons begin to tremble at the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I speak that name quite a bit during the week. Amen. You don't have to do a big prayer. Just start speaking Jesus. If the demons get nervous when that happens, can you imagine what it would do in your life? You just start speaking the name of Jesus. Let's pray the name of Jesus. Come on, let's, let's quote. Hey, am I getting anything all right? Let me read another verse to you here if I can find it. Galatians, I think it is. The sixth chapter and the 14th verse. Hey, man, I got just a few more minutes here, okay? Paul was telling, he said, Galatians 6, chapter and the 14th verse, God forbid that I should glory, save in what? In the cross of what? Of our what? Lord Jesus Christ. To whom the world is crucified with me and I unto the world. Paul was saying here, he said, listen, just don't, just don't talk much about me. God forbid that I glory for myself. All the glory goes to Jesus Christ. All the glory goes to him. Don't waste your time putting all my degrees up on the wall and this and that. You don't waste my time and give me a seven-minute introduction to your church if I come there. This is cross. It's Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's the only way to make it to heaven. Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We spend too much time trying to upbuild everybody but Jesus Christ. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. He is the one that we need to up, look, up, up, look, look up to each and every day. Why? Because he's going to be the one come by. And, let me let you on a little secret. He's going to be the one. If you, join, if you ask Christ as your personal Savior, accepted Him and been born again, He's going to be the one when you stand before God on Judgment Day. Pretty good chance you're going to be condemned. Because we all sin and come short of the glory of God. 
But oh, if you accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, I can almost see this in my own theory. Christ going to step in and say, oh no, this was mine. This is mine. He accepted what I've done on Calvary. He come through the door, he followed me out, and he didn't go back. He didn't go back. You know what I'm talking about? We got too many people going back and forth when they should be going forward. Too many people wasting time going into the same place back and forth. Just tell what I'm talking about. I remember one time I told this story, and it's a true story about when I was a young teenager. Me and my dad and another guy, we went hunting one night, a big coon hunter, you know. My dad couldn't get outside the house without getting lost. And we was hunting back where he was growing up at. We sitting there, we couldn't figure out really where we was at, you know, and this guy was with me. He'd been playing in the dirt there. And my dad took off, said, we need to get back to the house. We started going back. And we just kept going and kept going. We sat down. He said, I don't know where we're at. I said, I do. We're sitting right back where we started at because we seen the place where that guy had worked in the dirt. <laughs> Wandered all night. And come back to the same place. Children of Israel wandered for years. Called that he's running away from something. I'm here to tell you the other side. People listen to me for just a moment. And I'm not judging nobody, no whatsoever. And I hope you know that. I love each and every one of you. But your past, you're running from. But let me tell you, don't look back. Look who you're running to. Look who you're going to. Shut that door. Shut that door. If you're said to Jesus Christ at Calvary, shut that door. Don't go back. Don't go back. There's too much on the other side to be thankful for. There's too much today. I know Satan's going to come back and holler at you, this and that. But he said, no, I can't go back. I shut that door. And I'm not going to open it because I have been through Calvary and Jesus Christ took me out of there. Amen. Amen. So we're going to close. I don't know if we got anything at all out of this. But we do have a border problem. We do have a border problem. We've got a major one down south, but we got a border problem in our churches today. We spend too much time getting too many committees to do certain things. And I'm not against some of this stuff, don't get me wrong. But all our time's getting short, people. Time is getting short. You can't find much in the book of Revelation that's not been fulfilled. You can't find hardly anything in there that's not been fulfilled. Look at what they're doing over in Israel now. Amen. Then we've got people over here saying, hey, they think Israel's crazy for what they're doing. We've got our universities, we've got some of our colleges today protesting crazy stuff why we left the door open we left the door open and when they come here they didn't follow rules and regulation we had to 
veterans just did that a while ago. And I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, some of our veterans today didn't fight for some of the junks going on in the world today. Amen. They didn't fight for that. Christ didn't die on Calvary for some of the junks going on in our church world today. Amen. Can I get blunt with you for just a moment? Some of you don't like me now, but let me get a little bit from black. I'll really make you don't like me. We're thinking going to another election year. I said I wasn't talking politics. I'm not talking politics. I'm talking morals. I'm talking things today. If Christ said, you know, if you if you if you, if you hurt one of these little ones, it'd be better off with a stone put around your neck. You'd be drowned. Can you imagine what He thinks of you when you support people that support abortion? Don't shout me out of here, please don't. If he said that, well, can you imagine what he'd say now? You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Then we got ministers today proclaiming to be a, a minister of God. You know, they're performing same-sex marriages today. We left the door open. We left the door open. And we got a border problem. Like we never had before. I don't know if the border problem could ever be fixed in our country today. I don't know. I don't know if a border problem could ever be fixed in our church today. I don't know. But I do know a God again. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, You're going to do what you're going to do. I can't help that. I put them on version, but I'm gonna do, we're going to do what we're going to do. If God don't get us out of that furnace, let it be known. We didn't stand for what you've done. We didn't worship that God that you made. We're worshiping up the God Almighty. Let it be known. That's who we served. So I'm here today to tell you, church, Oak Grove Church, we're going to let the world know who we stand for. Amen. 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 We have been at Oak Grove the last few Sundays. Brother Hans is a big help to me. Amen. I think that they had a, I was gone last Sunday, they had 118. I said, you know, they knew I was going to be gone. They'd come listen to you. But we have kicked over 100 the last two or three months. And it seems like we get more people, different people all the time. Why? It's because we're not going to leave the door open. We're preaching Christ and Him crucified. We're preaching against sin today. Come on. We're preaching against what God said don't stand for. You may hate me today, but you'll love me tomorrow when you get to heaven. If what I'm saying is true, and if you can prove me wrong with anything I said this morning, I'll apologize for it. I'll come down to the other side next week and apologize to you, but I don't think you can find anything I said is wrong. We've got to stand. We've got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You other side people, if you don't get anything out of this but this, get this. Shut that door. Shut that door. Shut that door. Shut that door. 
shut the door. Imagine when y'all was a young person. And I hope I'm not standing out loud. Brother J, if I am, you can take me no. It probably wasn't in your gold when you was a teenager and said, oh, I won't go to the other side. It probably never was in your gold to do that. But Satan is real. But aren't you thankful today for God, for God to give his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you? You may be scarred all this life. You know that we're all scarred. Some are scarred different ways. But if you went through that door, if you hadn't shut it, reach back and pull it to and follow Jesus Christ. Follow him. Go, he's the truth. He's the way. He's the light. Let's stand together right now. If anybody needs to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to right now. These altars are open if you want to pray for any reason. Anybody. We want to come and pray for any reason. We ask you to. Anybody? Amen. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed. You just hold on. Slip up your hands. I just need you to pray for me. God bless them hands. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you for this wonderful opportunity you give us today to be in your house. We thank you for your spirit that we feel today, Father. We ask you to be with the other side today, Father, as they're going through this program, whatever it may be. Strengthen them, Father. Give them courage, Father, to lock that door they've come through when they're following you that they won't go back today, Father, to shut that door. And Father, we pray for those that lifted their hands today that you would touch each and every one of them in a mighty special way today. And Father, we just uplift all the prayer requests today. Our country today, Father. Our leaders today, Father. Shake them today, Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit that they can see, Father, the truth today, Father. Be with Israel today, Father. We know you are. We uplift them today, Father. They're going through this crisis today. And Father, today we give you glory and honor. For in Jesus' name we pray. And God, people said, Amen. 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 Thank you. Other side, we're so thankful you're here, Brother Jay. We're thankful for y'all. Anything we can do for you, just to know. Appreciate y'all very much. God bless you. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.